This is the McGraw Show on KTRS. the percentage of my cognitive test the next time I take it. So we're going to talk a little sports for a couple minutes with uh, Ben Fred, St. Louis Post-Dispatch Commerce. Good morning, Ben Fred. Hey, good morning, McGraw. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. You know, before we get into the X's and O's of all this stuff, it is amazing how society, really, the few things left that we all sort of watch and have a, have a shared experience is the NFL and is the Super Bowl and are these playoffs. Well, I think there are some other things that fit into that, but there's no denying the the NFL has a stranglehold on our attention span. Um, as as much fun as it would be to say that uh, that it's declining or that you know their 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 rogue treatment of of cities like St. Louis is hurting their in game. Yeah, there's no there's no signs of that. <laughs> um, look, I don't know where football will be in terms of popularity years and years from now it sure seems like fewer kids are 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 playing um because of some of the health issues i love the sport i hate the way the nfl operates but you can't deny they got a pretty dang good product they got good storylines and they are uh for as much as people are moaning and groaning about this chiefs team continuing to win and this taylor uh swift uh, sideshow the nfl's got to be loving it because their ratings are great and they've got international stardom going on and that team's playing in the Super Bowl against a 49ers team that has a bunch of fans too so I think if Roger Goodell got to pick the outcome of yesterday's games this would be what he wanted yeah um yeah I want to see Eminem versus Taylor Swift I would like to have seen that as a <laughs> as a yeah, Super Bowl um I gotta be honest I feel a little bad for for Usher um not that not that uh, Usher won't put on a good halftime show I think he will but Got to be a little uh, rough for Usher doing the halftime show, knowing that everybody's just going to be hoping that Taylor Swift makes an an appearance during his uh, halftime show, which I doubt will happen. I'm sure she'll be there more to be the, uh, you know, in the supportive, uh, supportive significant other role. But you know, everybody's going to be wanting to know and wondering if she's going to she's going to pop up out there. How many times did they show Giselle during Tom Brady's run, and no one made this stink <laughs> over that? Right? It's, I don't want to. We, we, we point. It's a. It's a fair point. I, I guess she wasn't uh, she wasn't maybe as animated in the box. Um, usually they would show her when she was like grimacing after he took another hit to the head. Um, that's when they'd usually show her because the story there was that she wanted them to retire and he didn't want to, um, which I think it was in some ways probably impacted, if you believe some of the reports out there, believe, impacted their relationship at times. But Maybe because Taylor Swift is so popular right now. Maybe because she's kind of seems like she's kind of relatively new to this this NFL thing. And I'll add this: her boxes look fun, McGraw. They're partying, they're having a good time, they're they're swag surfing with with Travis's mom. I mean, they look like they're having fun. 
and people either think that's fun or for some reason they get mad about it. I saw a meme the other day where the, somebody said, what are you so upset about all this Taylor Swift <laughs> stuff? I thought you stopped watching when Colin Kaepernick took a knee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great point. Great point. Would people be, uh, yeah, are you mad at Taylor Swift? Are you mad that uh, that Travis Kelsey is a Pfizer spokesperson? Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, it's people, people get mad about, about strange things. I, I feel like at some point there's maybe a resistance to overload uh, of Singer all the time. But here's the thing. She's not asking for it. I, I, they showed her on the field, um, you know, a bunch in the, after the game and Travis Kelsey's kind of, I think, trying to maybe protect her from some of the attention. And she's saying, I don't care. Right. They show her in the booth. You can read her mouth on the booth. Stop showing me. You know, get out. You know, right. focus on the game. She's, she's, she doesn't like it. And I don't think that's an act. I think she's, I mean, she's not getting any points, any celebrity boost from being shown on these games. Right. She's got enough. She doesn't need any more. She's getting stalkers arrested outside of her house every other day. I mean, she doesn't. I think she just wants to be able to go and watch the game. I would guess that part of what she likes about this experience is that she isn't the center of attention. She gets to go and watch her, you know, her boyfriend be the star of the show, and he, he's playing great. So that's probably some of what she likes about this. But it's not like she's saying, hey, I'm going to be in the booth this time. Make sure the cameras are on me. I think she'd prefer that they weren't. Oh, I'm about to turn 57 years old. I have a sister. My younger sister, Bronwyn, is about to turn 55 years old. She, growing up, cared so little about football. I cannot describe to you how little she cared every time there was a football game on. Yesterday, she texts me and says, Hey, um, can is there that jersey store next to your radio station? Can you get me a Travis Kelsey jersey? <laughs> Like you've got to I mean, be kidding me. I mean, this it's real. It's a real thing. I mean, she's bringing people to football who've never watched before. Yeah, I got two nieces who live in Overland Park, and they were aware of the Chiefs. I mean, their their family goes to some games, but I wouldn't say they were like asking their dad, like, when do the Chiefs play next? Never before, but now they do, and, and now they sit there and watch the the whole games, and they've got you know they're going to have soon for for one of their birthdays is getting a taylor swift travis kelsey chiefs inspired uh sweatshirt i mean it's it's drawing people to that's what i mean about the league is the real winner here because you've got people tuning in who have gone their whole lives or would have gone their whole lives probably without paying much attention and they're being exposed to the product and that's a hard thing to do to tap into a market that the nfl didn't already reach and Taylor Swift, I, I don't think she's doing it to help out the NFL, um, I, but she's helping them do it. And here's my, but my end game is Travis Kelsey. He's a smart guy. He's not going to play until he's a battered old, uh, you know, mush brain. He's going to get out of this thing sooner rather than later when he's still got his wits about him. How about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey buy a team? And then they could be part of the the group that maybe pushes the NFL to kind of actually have a beating heart once in a while instead of just operating like uh, either like like cold-blooded dictators um, or or slugs. It, maybe she can maybe she can improve this thing if she gets gets involved in her and her and her hubby one day own a team. That's my hope here. Maybe they could uh, revitalize the St. Louis Rams and bring a team back to the NFL well, with a new and improved convention far, but center. I, I wouldn't be mad about it. I, I, I support that. Sure, sign me, 
sign me up for that. But she could buy. She's she's got more money than all these all these owners. But, I mean, but there's also and if she, there's and if she also, doesn't, she just does a couple more tours. There, have it. There's also something about baseball versus football in this regard. Baseball just doesn't have the star power that football has. I, I can't think of. Yeah, there's a couple of baseball players that date stars or whatever else, but not to the level of this and not to the – you've got your Joe Namath and your uh, – I mean, it's just the, the, the football is filled with superstars and their movie star famous wives, and it's just all part of football that embraces it, and baseball is very different than that. Well, I mean, you remember when Kate Upton got mad at everybody for how they voted for Justin Verlander in the Cy Young Award? Like, there's been baseball has its moments. I, I think every year we do this. Every year I get questions, emails. It's like, well, why can't baseball be more like the NFL? Well, it's not. I mean, they're they're totally they're totally different sports. It's it's like asking why 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 doesn't why does the hundred meter dash guy at the olympics why does he look like the marathon runners well they're they're doing different things they <laughs> they are different they and, and if you switched them up they probably wouldn't um they probably wouldn't wouldn't do that well in each other's in each other's games so look there's no denying nfl is where it's at in terms of the biggest piece of the sports at, sports pie and i i think their product is exceptionally strong um, despite their owners attempts to mess this thing up the players continue to give us tons of reasons to watch and and it's a pretty pretty just nuclearly good product when you watch it on tv so there are things any sport can learn from that but there's also it's a different sport i mean it's our it is our gladiator sport yeah. sometimes we like to admit it sometimes we don't but they're very different games, and the, the, they're never going to be the same. And, and I, I think that's good, um, but, but there are probably some things, not just baseball, but any sport can take from football and say, okay, let's learn from this. I don't think that's, hey, go get more star spouses or girlfriends. Right, right. Like one example that we've seen this year I think was really smart is the NFL is doing those kids' games where it's like they do the Nickelodeon game, and right. they're dropping slime on players' heads. I mean, like – it's recruiting basically. And right. it's really smart baseball, baseball, hockey, these other leagues should think about ways that if the NFL is doing that and they don't have to, then why, why aren't the other sports that, that need to create a little more interest in the future generation? Well, the game ended last night and we talked about this ad nauseum, right? The game ended at what? Nine twenty last night where the world series game would, you know, still be in the seventh inning. So, um, okay, can I get can I get some credit for predicting what the Super Bowl matchup was going to be? I know did, I won't get did, it from well, Josh. Hold on a second. When did you predict this? With you on Friday. Oh, you, they, you had four teams left. Predicted, <laughs> oh, okay. predicted in right. sep well, September. I mean, you asked the question, so I thought I could at least get a point for answering it correctly. Guess not. All right. Well, okay, but if it was September and Ashley was in the Super Bowl. You know, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, I'm 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 baffled by how many people are continuing to find. Re it's been it's been interesting from this side of the state to watch the Kansas City Chiefs narrative arc, because first they were fun and everybody loved them. <clears throat> Mahomes was agreed upon the greatest. Right. And then, like, as they've won more and won more and won more, they've now people are getting tired of them. Um, people are now saying, well, you know, I don't know that Patrick Mahomes is the best. There's a lot of good young quarterbacks. Well. I think Travis Kelsey's full of himself. Wrong. So, sorry, I'm sick and tired of seeing Taylor Swift. People are getting tired of the Chiefs' success, and it's been fun to watch that kind of phase out. 
also, it's led to people making really bad predictions. I don't think very many people thought the Chiefs were going to be in this Super Bowl. They struggled at times this year. Their defense was better, but nobody talked about it. And it's like, guys, they still have the absolute best quarterback playing, a guy who could go down as a chance to be the greatest. And and he's still pretty dang good, and he's best in big moments. And I think a lot of people just get tired of admitting that, so they, they try to talk themselves out of it. Yeah. Plus, the NFL's rigged towards the Chiefs. So. Oh yeah, I yeah. forgot. Yeah. What, wait. Yeah, what? They, you know those flyover states? They really do. They they have the, <laughs> they have the league's office at the uh, core of their hearts. They think about them the most. Uh, let's talk about the Blues. Don't look now, but the Blues they they keep winning there. Ben Fred, I don't know. Five in a row. They win every game like by a score of four to three. Another Braden Shin winner in overtime yesterday, and uh, they're doing. They're. It's funny, McGraw. They're. They're, they're winning in ways that are really hard to sustain, yet they've got them going in this stretch. And they're getting good goaltending. They're getting um, opportunistic scoring. Their defense is playing better. And and I, I don't know where it's going. I still think it's going to be tough for them to, to push their way into the playoff picture. Um, going to be tough for them to change Doug Armstrong's mind about tr- using the trade deadline to try to advance next season. But I'll say this. If, if you're Doug Armstrong, if you're Tom Stillman, the Blues owner, you're taking a look at Drew Bannister and saying, okay, the team's responded to the change. They're playing harder, more consistently. The power play has improved, which was a, a real sore spot. And this team looks more like the team the Blues thought they should have when they started the season. And, and I don't think they have to make some magical playoff run for the Blues to feel pretty good about saying, okay, Bannister got more out of these guys than, the, than, than Coach Berube was doing. And it's not a fault of Coach Berube. Hockey's a weird sport. But he's getting more, and there's upside there. I think this guy may be – I think this, this team may be playing him into being the full-time coach. We'll wait and see what happens. But at least, I mean, they're they're breathing. They're 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 playing yeah. their, their, their young guys, and they're doing something. So it's fun to watch. Uh, at least in, at least the youth the youth move and take, take over. Real quick, SLU and Mizzou. Uh, Missouri loses another one over the weekend. Um, they got to win a couple of these SEC games. I know they got this great uh, recruiting class coming in, but is this a lost cause? Is this this this, this year a lost year? Yeah, it feels like it. I think the best thing you're going to be able to call it at Mizzou is a transition year where you're going to have to start using it to try to build up some of the skills of some of the guys who are going to be around a while. They're hoping to get Caleb Grill, a guard back who's been hurt a lot of the year. They think that can help them make a difference, and maybe that gives them a conference win or two, but – I tell you what, McGraw, their schedule's getting harder, not easier, and they, they're missing some opportunities to grab some of these games that, that looked like they were winnable. The SEC has a bunch of teams that are kind of middle of the pack-ish in terms of coin flip go- games where they play each other and win one, you lose one, but Mizzou's the team that's losing to everybody. So I think the future's bright, but I think this is a pretty tough spot that they're in, and and I think people are going to have to just be patient and wait for this recruiting to get here, wait for some of these younger guys to grow up a little bit and hope that right now Missouri's got two good scorers, Sean East and Tamar Bates going, and they need somebody to be a third option. They need somebody to kind of step up, and unless that happens soon, then I think this trend is going to continue the rest of this season. Ben, Fred, thanks for the uh, mental health break. I appreciate it. Talking about sports with you. (laughs) You bet, McGraw. Hey, for folks who are looking for a good meal, they should check out Sunday Best Chicken. Go to sundaybestchicken.com. They will deliver or go see them in person at 4101 La Cleve. I thought Sunday's best was uh, Pat Mahomes. Well, he is. He is. That's be Super Bowl Sunday's best. But here's the deal: if you're having a Super Bowl party and you want it catered, 
go to Sunday Best. They will hook it up, whether you're doing it for your business or your just your neighborhood friends and family. They will cater my Super Bowl party? They will. Not just yours, anybody. They're the best. They're Sunday's but best. You better call them now because that's getting close. What's that phone number again? Well, I don't know the phone number. Go to sundaybestchicken.com. It's easier to do it online. <laughs> you don't call them the Nobody best folks. the phone numbers anymore. You don't call them the best spokesman in the country for nothing. <laughs> sundaybest.com. Sundaybest.com. All right, Ben, have a good day. We'll talk to you later. See you. All Bye. right.